This is the Sticks and Stacks podcast with Sean Drotar and Jen Piacenti. Welcome to the Sticks and Stacks podcast on the Sawdust Podcast Network. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. You can follow me on Twitter if you'd like at S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Bringing you the best of baseball and hockey action today. We go to the diamond, and when we do that, we bring in our baseball expert, Jennifer Piacenti. You can follow her on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. How's it going, Jen? It's going great, Sean. It's been a fun week of baseball. So much going on. We got sticky stuff checks. We got, uh, I don't know, pitchers disrobing on the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, it, it's it's and it's had a tangible impact already in yeah. the last week team batting averages are up about 6 you know point 0.6 so it's it's minimal I say point zero six. it's minimal but the, it, there does seem to already be something of a reaction to it I, I know we want a bigger sample size before we start making significant uh, assumptions but there is something real to keep in mind here over the next couple of weeks and something to watch right Absolutely. And if you go and you look at the game feeds, you'll see that uh, spin rates have been down uh, for many pitchers, including, you know, you Darvish this week, uh, Garrett Cole. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that they still won't rack you up the strikeouts. The strikeouts seem to still be happening, but there does seem to be a little bit more contact going on. So it'll be interesting. And I've been saying, you know, Keep your eye on those hitters. I hope that you picked up Kyle Schwarber before last weekend. Cedric Mullins, Michael Brantley, these guys have been on a tear, and I think that they're going to get even more successful as the weather warms and as we continue to see the results of this crackdown. Yeah, home runs are up slightly. Of course, some of that's the the nature of getting into the summer. Uh, mm-hmm. Walks are as well. A little bit of, you know, if you don't have the same things you're used to, a little bit of lock, loss of control. So it's minimal, but it exists, and it's going to keep sort of uh, evolving as we go along. But let's get into the games for Wednesday today as we record this. And let's start over in Baltimore. And most people aren't thinking, Baltimore, why? They're they're horrible. <laughs> that doesn't matter when you're looking at the things we're looking for. The Astros are at the Orioles. And what are you thinking of in this matchup? Well, the Houston Astros are the heaviest favorites of the day, but there's a reason why. They're on a nine-game win streak, and they have now the second-best record in MLB. Now, they're favored by its minus 190 on the money line, but I'm still going to take this bet. Listen, Thomas Eshelman, who's going for the O's, he's not really a starter, which means they're going to be stringing pitchers together. Since June 1st, the Baltimore bullpen has had an ERA of 6.04. Yeah, that's second only to Arizona. And as we know, Arizona just came off a 17-game losing streak. So it's not a good situation. Uh, Houston, on the other hand, has the most runs per game in the league. They've outscored Baltimore 13-3 to in this series. They have the highest batting average in the league, the lowest strikeout rate in the league, and it's Camden Yards. It's a hitter's park. So I think it's a pretty safe bet to say Houston will win this game. You're not. There's a lot of juice on it, so you're not going to get a lot of payback for it, but you know, there's a way to kind of make this worth more. If you want to turn this into plus money, I like the idea of taking the Astros to win the game and over eight and a half runs to be scored during the game. That's from both sides for plus 135. Now we can talk a little bit more about uh, a player prop in this game as well. 
And it's going to be for Jose Urquidy. So Jose Urquidy has been really good since he's been back. He's not a big strikeout pitcher, but he's gone seven innings in his past two outings. Now, thinking before the prop came out, I'm probably going to take the under on the strikeouts here because actually Baltimore doesn't strike out that much. They're not like the Detroit Tigers or even the Tampa Bay Rays. But then the prop came out and it's four and a half. So I got to take the over on that. Uh, I'm taking the over four and a half strikeouts because I think Arkady goes seven innings and it's minus 145. In the last 10 games, the Astros are batting 303, have a combined ERA of 2.10, and they've outscored their opponents by 44 runs in that span. So not only are they the better team, they are also ridiculously hot right now. So it's a little bit of both. Well, let's take a look then. Let's go uh, down the coast a little bit. We'll go to Miami, where the Miami Marlins will host the Toronto Blue Jays. Blue Jays sitting at 36 and 35, uh, not getting an immense amount of traction, but there is a lot of talent on this Blue Jays team. There is a lot of talent on this Blue Jays team, and they have George Springer back. He went 0 for 4 last night, but I think we're going to see this team get even better as they start to gel over the summer. So um, this one is the opposite of the Houston-Baltimore game. I'm looking at taking the under on the 7.5 runs scored, and I'll tell you why. Marlins uh, have a pitcher's park. Last night, this their game ended 2-1. to one. And we've got two really good pitchers going tonight. I, I never thought I would say that about Robbie Ray, but <laughs> Robbie Ray has been fantastic this year. He hasn't been, you know, issuing the free passes like he has in the past. He hasn't been blowing up. I expect him to strike out a lot of Marlins. The Marlins have the eighth highest strikeout rate on the year this year. Um So last time he faced them, he struck out nine and the prop is for seven and a half strikeouts. So I'm going to take over seven and a half strikeouts for Robbie Ray at minus one of five. And on the other side of this game, we've got Trevor Rogers. Yeah. And Trevor Rogers just doesn't give up earned runs. His home ERA is one point six one. And I know the Jays really can hit, but he's only given up four home runs all year. So I look at this, I say, look, the Marlins score an average of 3.92 runs per game. That's the fourth least in the league. The Jays score almost five uh, per game on average. That's the sixth most, but that's coming in at nine. Now you got their two aces on the mound, and I feel the under seven and a half is the way to go here. I don't want to pick a winner. I think this could go either way. Yeah, the last two games have been one-run affairs. Uh, Rodgers, mm-hmm. as you pointed out, seven wins on the year. That's impressive when your team has a total of 31. And you talked about Robbie Ray, and he really is having a, himself a great year. 97 strikeouts in 74 and two-thirds innings to only 19 Ks. The only risk right. is the home runs. He's coughed up 17, so staying around the plate, that's really the only concern. But otherwise, yeah, he's having a terrific year. So uh, I like that as well with those two guys going in. You're right, that heavy air that that pitcher's park out in miami it makes a lot of sense we're going to take a look at another matchup and then recap everything for tonight's action right here on sticks and stacks
Welcome back to Sticks and Stacks. My name is Sean Drotar, your host. Jan Piacenti is with me. She's our baseball expert. We've gone through a couple different matchups. Now let's go with the final one of the day. We're going to head down to the Lone Star State. The Rangers, 26 and 47. Again, playing a good team. Oakland, 45 and 30 on the year. Seems to be a big, a big gap between these two divisional rivals. What do you see happening? Again, I think this is going to be Oakland's game. And I really like James Caprillian tonight. He's someone that's kind of flying under the radar. If you're playing DFS, look him up. His salary is very reasonable. His last two outings, he's gone a strong six innings with seven strikeouts. Now he needs to keep the walks under control. But, you know, for their part, the Texas Rangers aren't exactly patient. (laughs) You know, (laughs) they walk only 8% of the time. They also have the eighth highest strikeout rate in the league for 2021 and the sixth highest versus righties during the month of June. So, you know, I really like Oakland here. And while we're at it, I really like Matt Olson. Again, if you're building a DFS lineup, he's tearing the cover off the ball versus everyone. But specifically, um, Fulte has an ERA of 6.6 versus lefties. And listen to this. During the month of June, he has an ERA of almost 13. What? So, yeah. Yeah, that's, I, I, <laughs> that's not good. That's really that's not good. Not I, I good. Think, I think we could have an ERA of 13. Exactly. So, I think that, I think Oakland is probably going to take this game. Uh, again, and speaking of lefties, by the way, as uh, Fultonevich is um, – Fultonevich, I would – Fulton Nevich, he is one of the trickiest names for me. Every time I look yeah. at it, it takes me like three times to, how do you say this? Mike Fulton Nevich um, is really not good versus lefties, as I mentioned. And for a sneaky play, Tony Kemp has quietly been hitting 315 with three home runs and 12 RBI during the month of June. Now on FanDuel, he's only 2,400 and over on bet MGM, there's a player prop for him to have over one and a half total bases and plus 120. So I kind of like to sprinkle a little bit on that. I like that. I love the Olsen selection. I'm hitting 411 in mm-hmm. June right now. Uh, absolutely knocking the, the ball around everywhere. Only, uh, by the way, on top of that, uh, only 12 strikeouts to seven walks. So he's been selective as well. So that's that's an interesting pick there. Well, let, let's take a look and go back through what we're going to do for Wednesday's action here. Let's uh, go back to that Astros-Orioles game. And uh, what did you like there? So I'm taking the Astros to win, and I'm also taking the Astros to win at plus 135 with a run total of 8.5 in the game. So it's an Astros win with eight and a half run total over eight and a half runs for plus 135. I'm also taking Jose Urquidy for over four and a half strikeouts. All right, let's go to the Blue Jays-Miami game. You really didn't like picking a winner in this one. Uh, What did you decide to go with? I decided to go with the under on the run total, the under of seven and a half runs, and I'm going to take the over of seven and a half strikeouts for Mr. Robbie Ray. Yeah, these two pitchers, almost 200 combined strikeouts already. So, I mean, they are dealing. That makes a lot of sense. And our final matchup, the A's. At the Rangers, as you pointed out, Fulton Avis having a uh, an issue with the southpaws. 
Yeah, and you got to wonder if Fultonevich is one of these that's going to have issues with no sticky stuff. Again, we will monitor all of this, the RPMs, the pitch velocities. I'm glued to my stat cast these days. It's it's really interesting, and it probably will change how we bet these games going forward, but we will keep an eye on it. And this game, I like Oakland to win on the money line, and I like the game total to be over nine. In addition, I like a player prop on Tony Kemp for over one and a half total bases at plus 120 over on BetMGM. There you have it. Enjoy all the hardball action today. Of course, make sure you follow Jen on Twitter at Jen Piacenti. That's P-I-A-C-E-N-T-I. And if you'd like to follow me, you can do so at S-D-R-O-T-A-R. Uh, thanks for the time, Jen. Look, for those of you who uh, couldn't uh, imagine you're listening to it, she's doing this from Hawaii. So you know she cares. You know she loves it. <laughs> it's thanks early. So much. Yeah, thanks. It is early. <laughs> thanks so much for the time today, Jen. Looking forward to next week already. Yes, I can't wait. All right, for Jeff Piacenti, I'm Sean Drotar. Thank you for listening to Sticks and Stacks on the Sawdust Podcast Network. 